0: Beloved, We are gathered here today to remember those who've transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must henceforth be forever cast into the abyss of dead names. In this moment of our remembrance, we prove with great grief and wailing the sincerity of our noble tolerance. What we once wrongly allowed in the ignorance of white privilege has become the cleansing rite of virtue signaling we use to prove our purity. Join with me now as we remember those we've lost. First, the Escambia County Public Schools which this week made the inexplicable decision to put the Bible back into general circulation in its school libraries while continuing to pursue its wicked policy of censorship against other books that contain far less smut, violence, and awful lessons. Now look, the district claimed that the cover of Florida State Law, which approves the Bible, is part of official curricula. But this does not negate the fact that the Bible is a horrendous book. And I don't just mean the fratricide, the genocide, the killing of dozens of children with a bear, the destruction of Egypt's firstborn, the taking of foreskins as trophies, and just all the general smiting that takes place from Genesis to Revelation. Nor do I mean the adultery, the prostitution, and the lengthy passages about sexual desire given to us by Solomon the Singing King. No, what really concerns me is the life lessons. How dare you let children read that they were made by a loving God with a specifically male gender? How dare you let children be told they're sinners in need of a sacrificial savior? How dare you teach them that there is accountability for their every action, that they will be judged by an all-seeing deity for everything they ever do? How dare you teach them that they should avoid drunkenness, control their tongues, wait for marriage, and practice humility and kindness? Respect for life? Respect for property? Respect for marriage? Respect for parents? Respect for truth? How dare you? Children must be left free to make their own way and forge their own moral code in response to their individual, autonomous, authentic self-expression. How dare you, school board, restrict books that embrace sexual exploration and exploitation, but allow children to read about how they should love their neighbor and serve the widow, the poor, and the orphan? Put those Bibles back where they belong, under lock and key, where no child may accidentally read them. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second, former Cowboys quarterback and now Fox football color commentator Troy Aikman. Who this week revealed his truly chauvinistic heart when he chastised the NFL for making its rules to protect quarterbacks too strict while discussing a roughing the passer penalty on Monday Night Football. It's too much. I mean, my hope is the competition committee looks at this in the next set of meetings and, you know, we take the dresses off. They should take their dresses off? Oh, you dear, sweet, imbecile misogynist. Do you really think that in this day and age where women can become men and men can become women and when gender norms have gone the way of the manual transmission that you can get away with implying that the NFL is a bunch of sissies who wear women's attire just because they want to protect the health of their players? Need I remind you that we now have women referees, we have women coaches, we even have laws mandating equal access to menstrual products in elementary school boys' bathrooms, for goodness sakes. That's how far we've come. And here you are implying that a transvestite can't be a real man as far as you're concerned? Are you actually saying that if all the members of the NFL competition committee showed up wearing A-lines and blouses with push-up bras and garter belts that somehow that would make them less macho? Just because you happen to have cisvestite tendencies, Mr. Aikman, that does not give you the right to disparage the power of skirt-wearing men to be as tough as the ones who wear knee-length spandex leggings over thigh pads to work and grab an oddly-shaped ball from between another man's legs for a living. Joe Namath wore a fur coat on the sidelines in case you've forgotten. Maybe what this league needs, Troy, is more dress-wearing women, not fewer. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend! So, Finally, and here I must apologize to you, brethren and sistren and other, but I failed to give a sufficient praise report for a truly worthy development back in January when the Mars Candy Company announced some tremendous improvements in the cultural sensitivity of their eponymous line of coated chocolate candies. Perhaps you'll recall the sensible desexualizing of green M&M's go-go boots into sneakers, or the practicalizing of brown's M&M stilettos into pumps, or the re-education of red M&M away from his bullying, and even the announcement of alternate shapes to represent inclusion for the non-round candies of the world. Well, in mentioning the changes, I severely under-recognized... Orange Eminem, who courageously revealed he suffers from an anxious personality and will, quote, embrace his true self, worries, and all. Which we will see represented in his safety-conscious tied shoelaces making him very relatable to the most anxious generation, Gen Z. This momentous move to show inclusion and representation to the mentally alternate must not go uncelebrated. But it goes far beyond the mere fact of Orange finally be authentic to his true scaredy-candy self. This announcement showed people how things we've always defined as deficiencies are really just different ways of encountering the world. We've all learned not to be able-ist in our thinking about bodily capabilities, but when will we learn not to be health-ist in our thinking about our minds? Who are we to say or even imply that anxiety is a problem? Perhaps Orange doesn't suffer from a surplus of worry, perhaps we suffer from a deficiency of it. After all, if your life were lived entirely in the anticipation of being sucked into oblivion by the mouth of some ferocious beast of the species Homo sapiens, wouldn't at least a little anxiety be warranted? But moreover, is the world not large enough that we can celebrate the confident and unconcerned while also celebrating the fretful and the nervous? Does not even the aforementioned teach us to serve the Lord with fear and trembling? How then can a sturdy dose of righteous anxiety be anything other than divine? I say we should learn to embrace alternate mentality and cherish our differences instead of defectifying them. Let all brain conditions be honored equally with identically meaningless participation ribbons and rejoice in our diversity. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Son you And now, with these cleansing rites performed, may we all go forth in loving tolerance and microaggress no more. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend.